Close your eyes, leave all your troubles behind. Yes, it's fine. Come kick it with me in my imagination. In my imagination. Well, sometimes my mind. Welcome to episode 64 of Eat, Sleep, Run, Repeat, the running podcast for the average runner. We've got a full house in session tonight. I'll uh, I'll give everyone a little introduction. Are you with me, Wooly? My other co-host, he rides a horse, he can shoot a gun, he runs ultras of 50k a week, Mr. Nathan Barden. How are you, Nathan? Meh. Secondly, he's a formal baseball pitcher. He runs a bit as well. He also has the biggest <clears throat> shoes on the show. Steve the Spartan Sparling. <laughs> Good to see you back, mate. Yeah. And thirdly, he used to do a bit of modeling. He once checked himself at a hospital in Ibiza to go and see Paul Oakenfold. <laughs> Mr. Fraser Barden, a.k.a. Mr. Beachfront. <laughs> and lastly, it's rare to get him on here, but they seek him here. They seek him there. Those police, they seek him everywhere. Is he in heaven? Is he in hell? That oh so elusive wa- a- axe. Bradley Wax Cullen. <laughs> yeah. I was going to say Leroy Brown for a minute. <laughs> Good to see you, Wax. Yeah, full yeah. house. We really have a on. full house today. Ooh, first time in a while. Jeez, that that mega run's huge, Brad. That's growing every week. No, oh, it's so good there. I love those guys. Because all the girls are going to see Brad, apparently. That's why I it's wish, so, so big. I wish they were, <laughs> to be honest. That's <laughs> bloody good, eh? Hey? There's loads of people there. Who won the song? Yeah, bigger. I noticed girl, it was eh? a lot bigger, wasn't it? Yeah. There was a lot of people. And I didn't see any guys with their tops off uh, on that photo. Too cold now. <laughs> That girl oh, just saw even Rory and, his and joined on. in. Say what, mate? You cut out a bit there. What'd you say, Brad? That, that, that girl that won the socks, I don't know her name, sorry, but uh, she's seen them all running and maybe in the morning getting together. Uh, and she just went along and asked about it. And then the next thing she's come down now, she's part of it. See, she just seen them. She just seen all of us running. Now she's, um, she went and asked somebody about it. And then, yeah, um, Emma or uh, Taz giving it info or someone there, and then she's she'd come along today, and won the socks. Bloody good stuff. Win socks for what do you what? Oh, you won them for um, trying. I won some um, for helping Emma get um, you know, boosting her up and everything else when we all sort of ran together on the last 10. I think I'd already done 10 before that. With you, Spartan, and then on the way yeah. back, we sometimes you end up in that same group where some people go faster, and we were sort of together on the last five. Just they give them to stuff. someone who's had a good crack, yeah. don't they? Or, sh- or yeah, mega runner of the week. So it could be someone at PBs or someone that just shows up all the time. Someone that's done like they gave it to a fella the other week that did that David Goggins challenge, and he did the hundred. Um, what was he doing? Ten k a day. Not the, not the six point seven on the hour, but the ten k on the hour. So I ended up doing like one hundred and twenty k's for the, yeah. for that twenty four hours or whatever it is, forty eight hours. So he got him that day, but yeah, 
that's all it is. It's just um, they just break it down to like a PB or whatever. But yeah, Wax got it from showing up and just committing every week to the half marathon. I think it was his fourth or fifth half marathon Sunday in a row. That's oh, bloody good. Yeah. Something yeah, similar. You know that um, Richard Brownhill is one of the, I think he's a strider. Um, he was telling me this morning that there's like some guy who's done a hundred Ironmans in a hundred days. There's like a documentary about it. Really? Yeah, I can't. I did tell Not Rich Roll, is it? Sorry? Rich Roll did five. Um, no, Rich Roll did five Ironmans in five days. No. Which was- I think- I think I've seen I've seen that one. It's on YouTube. It's on YouTube. Not a hundred though. It's five, five and five. He did it with that guy, and he did. Um, I think he did one of them. Oh, he did every one with the guy who's only got one one arm that works, didn't he? It's in Rich Roll's book. Oh, here we uh, go. James Lawrence, aka the Iron Cowboy. Yeah, I follow him. Finished a hundred Ironman yeah. distance triathlons in a hundred days. Jeez. Holy crap. I think so. Oh, he late to, every night. He had to do indoors, didn't he? Because the weather was really bad. Yeah. Someday. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. I've seen that one. Jesus. Yeah. yeah so yeah. he's in so much pain, he blacked out, but pushed through one step at a time. Mm. Yeah, it's, pretty, it's, a, it's a good, really good. I think it's on YouTube. Yeah, it is. Yeah. Look that up. Yeah. What's his name? Lawrence. Yeah. Lawrence. James Lawrence. Or the old iron cowboy for the next day, day after day. Holy yeah, Jesus. man! Is it Lawrence with L A W or L A U? L A W R E N C E. Yeah, that's hard because I know Rich Roll did that one. Like was like five and five days, but they did it in on like five different islands in Hawaii. Um, so that's travel as well. But they were stuffed after. I think they did end up in seven days. They needed a break because they were so buggered. But imagine doing five, a hundred, hundred days. Was it all in the same area though? I don't know. Like, I think there's like a bit of controversy around it because when he was, he was so injured at one point that he had to do the run leg on an elliptical on one of them. Or yeah, you're right too. I saw uh, that. Something like that. Yeah, you I don't know how bike. they calculate. Like, how do you calculate forty-two point two k on a elliptical? Yeah, elliptical. Yeah. Do I start riding in it? Yeah. Yeah. I'll have to watch. Maybe they stride. Home. I don't know. Don't know. Ellipticals. Um, what's that? That's um, skiing, more more so. Elliptical. Yeah, I'll tell you what. I did watch as well. I'll grab his name in a second. There's the lad who ran. He was on the Cameron Haynes podcast in America. He's an Aussie guy, and he ran the width. Uh, he ran across Australia, so from Perth all the way to oh, is that somewhere um, in New South Wales? Oh, what's his and, name? Um. McSwain. Pretty young guy, isn't it? Yeah, he's 24. Ned, Ned Brockman. Yeah, that's it, Ned. Yeah. And he ran uh, to, to raise money for homeless people, and he raised like 1.8 million. I think in the end it was like $2 million. Yeah. And he ran he ran 100K every day for however many days yeah, to get across the street. Oh, he was. How many uh, pairs of shoes he went through? Yeah, yeah. that's a, a good stat, thing. actually. Yeah. I'd love to actually run around Australia, be the first type, type one diabetic to run around Australia. Um, but you need six months to do it. And you'd need a full support crew, wouldn't you? Like you'd yeah, need, you'd need, like, you someone, in a, you'd need someone in a camper van because you just stop at that day and then you start again the next day, you know. But it's like I think most people do about 40 to 50K a day, but you're doing it for like six months. Um, 
but it'd be something to I, I went to a talk once with work and we had uh, pat farmer who ran around australia he took we went for a run with him the next morning it was great around near airs rock uh, freezing cold and i was getting sick didn't know i ended up with bronchitis by the time i left at the end of the week um Gosh. but um uh yeah funny story to that one as well um but that's the, for another time but um yeah that's uh that, that's my sort of little claim to fame with uh cool with, um, pat farmer interesting guy I got a pretty oh. funny story. I'll let you all in on. Uh, years yeah, ago, probably like ten years ago, when I started work, I was working Friday nights with this fellow named Paul Devine. He's a farmer. He's showing up. Um, he said to me during the shift, he goes, "I've got to go to Perth and pick up a camper trailer." I said, "Oh yeah, what is it?" And he's going as a Kimberley camper, so it's like a top of the range. They're about fifty grand. He goes, "I'm picking it up for like thirty-two, I think." And I had all the extras. Had a has a fridge that I don't need. And I said, I'll buy that off you. It was an angle 60 liter fridge. And he goes, you got a, they threw in a generator and everything. I said, how are you getting there to get it? Are you flying over and like, are you flying there and putting it on like some sort of transport? He goes, no, no, I'm going to drive. When I finish today, I'm driving there. So he finished on Saturday morning. He drove to Perth from Brisbane. So Fernie Hills. He drove there, picked the camper trailer up and drove back and pulled into work the next Friday night to work with me again with the camper trailer on the back. That's got to be some sort of record, but hang on, this is where the story gets serious. When he was going across the Nullarbor, he hit a kangaroo, right? So on the way there with no trailer in tow or nothing, he hit a kangaroo. He rang RACQ and said, I've hit a kangaroo. How long are you going to be to get here? And they said, oh, it'll be about seven hours to where to, from the closest place in Adelaide to drive to where he was on the Nullarbor. Um, that's the nearest person to post to get out here. What's happened? He told him what's happened. He hit a kangaroo. He needs this change. The radio's got a leak. He goes, all right, I'll be ready for you. So he pulled the whole car apart. He had like a drill and everything. He pulls the car apart, pulled the bumper bar off, the panels off all the pipes and everything to get the radio out, pull that all off. The RSQ man showed up and goes, what the hell? He goes, okay, yeah, right. This needs to be done. Helped him put it all back together, drove to Perth. He goes, oh, I've only got, you know, two and a half days to drive all the way back to Brisbane. Um, and the guy goes, oh, you just at least stop for a coffee or something. You know, the guy, he bought it off and he stopped him for a coffee. Somehow or other, he picked up a generator and some lithium battery and all this stuff like, and he goes, and then drove back and met me at work. And I was just like, how the hell are you still alive? He goes, oh, I lived off mother's, man. He goes, I remember going to the toilet somewhere oh. in Adelaide. And he goes, I did a turd. And he goes, all I could smell was the, the taurine and the orange mother smell. <laughs> he goes, I did a turd. I'm like, holy crap. What an animal. That's a huge drive, eh? This is, oh, I don't know how he didn't have dangerous. more of an accident. But yeah, he's so dangerous. But yeah, that's how you do it. That's got to be some sort of record for driving, I reckon. Uh, I don't know yeah. how far that is, but it's a huge drive. We should um, huge. we should do a big trip somewhere as a group and do an event. Yeah. Obviously not driving that far, but like it'd be good to go up. We were talking about Tagulawa next year, weren't we? Yeah, yeah, definitely do that one. Oh, oh yeah, I'm going to train for the 100 next year. Yeah, Nathan's telling me on the on Saturday he's going to do the 100K there, somewhere flat where he can just... Just a flat 100. Run, run no, a flat No bloody hills. <laughs> no, no ultra hills. Yeah. Is that storm coming now? Just started here. Oh, really? yeah. Well, Steve or Brad, because you both, we haven't heard from you for 
How many shows? Have you missed just one week, Steve? I might have missed the other one. Yeah. Uh, not sure. I can't remember. Might have just you, missed last week. Mate, I saw you on uh, Parkrun. You nearly run pretty close to your PB. Uh, it was a little bit off. Yeah, it was 20 minutes flat. So 20 zero, zero. Yeah, I saw I that. 19.36 is my PB. So oh, so bad. fair bit off. But still, yeah, first, pretty good run. First K was shit. Somehow I really got stuck behind dogs. I had, had a few run-ins with dogs lately. <laughs> That's funny. <laughs> but then after that, yeah, just got going. I run past Nathan. He found his um, legs at 1K, I reckon. My legs. He said, he, he afterwards, he said that he goes, Corey, you yeah. look stiff. But my, that I really felt that marathon by the time I'd hit uh, one lap, my legs were just like, yeah. Ouch. Yeah. That's when I felt that marathon still in my legs. So, yeah. yeah. It takes you a long time to recover, doesn't it? That's really? a long way. Yeah, he's done well though. Bloody twenty-one minutes, You're pretty good. Twenty-one oh three, and I only did ten uh, k for the week, so I've got nothing really to talk about. I'm just going to rest, and um, I'll start again tomorrow with ten k. Right. Yeah. So yeah, I had a pretty good week this week. I think I got close to what's that? Eighty-seven point nine five k, so nearly eighty-eight k's. Oh bloody hell! Yeah, I run every day. Um, just, uh, did a recovery run on, so Monday, Monday was, um, I did eight Ks. It was just, um, at camping. I went camping last weekend. So I definitely, oh, that's right. Cause we couldn't, you just didn't have any signal. eh? Ah, uh, it's where we were. We're down in the tree. So we sort of had to walk away from where we were to get signal. So I didn't really bother sort of trying to look things up. If things come up, I try to load it. If it loaded, it worked, it worked. Otherwise, I just let it go and just enjoyed camping. Where so was that? that? Where was you? Um, so it's called Stanmore out near Woodford. So you go out past Woodford and keep going, and then about a k or so down, two k's or so down the road, you turn right at a day use area, and then you keep traveling out along. I think it's Beewa, might be Beewa, um, Glasshouse Mountain Road. So if you follow that, you go all the way up to Glasshouse Mountains the back way. Um. Yeah, it's pretty nice there. It's just called Running it Creek. like a nice spot. Yeah, Running Creek Campgrounds. Pretty grassy. You can sort of set up wherever. We just sort of tucked away under the tree line because we knew there was going to be a bit of rain on Saturday. And then, um, yeah, I just did an 8K run. So as the 3D map sort of doesn't do it justice, but as you run away from the campground, it's all uphill. So you sort of got to climb to go away. Anyway, it doesn't matter where you go. It's you got to climb away. And then as you come back, it's always a, an easier trip on the way back. And Tuesday, I just did an easy run in the afternoon. Wednesday, I called a hump day half marathon Kalanga edition. I did a 21K with a, a fast sort of 8K at the end. Um, it was 146, one hour, hour 46, I think, for for that one. And then... Fuck, that's yeah, pretty few, good going. Yeah, yeah. For a mid-weeker, shit. Mm. Yeah, it was like... Just five two minute for Ks 13. or something for that, aren't you? I don't know. Even quicker. It finished on 5.04 average, so not too bad. I didn't even pause. I think I paused for like four seconds or something on that just across the road. I was just yeah. about to cross and a car nearly hit me. I'm like, oh, shit. Man, but, I um, end up having to pause my watch when I run through Kalanga because there's so many traffic lights and there is, eh? cars just hammering around corners. you got to be really careful. Yeah. So, yeah, it was sort of a, a bit late too. I started at 9.47. So that was just after work and, and got into it. But yeah, it's sort of the last, sort of, 
I think as you get into a run, the Ks come easier regardless. So I was trying to stay zone two and I got to about 14, 13K or something. And I went, oh, bugger, I'm just going to step it up a bit. And then they were all under sort of 450 pace for the last 8K, which is pretty cool. End up bringing the, the average down to five minutes four. And then after that, as I think Kylie has Thursdays and Fridays off. So I did a 12.2K with her and then another 10.2 on the bike on Friday. So she just cruises along on the bike ride run. Kind of makes you run a bit harder. So they become more of a tempo run than an easy run. Because otherwise yeah. you're sort of holding them up. And I guess anything less than five minute pace is 12 kilometers an hour, I think. So if you go quicker, at least bike. it makes it a bit more interesting for them on a bike. So, yeah. And then park run Saturday, we did a 10, 10K total, did a warm down with Nathan, had a bit of a chat about a few things about his um, trail marathon and stuff. Uh, unbelievable. We work, I worked out during the week that Nathan's, it's got to be the hardest probably trail marathon, I think, out of all of them, eh? It's 90, even everyone that I follow, like friends of his as well, Nick Woolett, CJ Pearson, and a few other people, they got over 1,900 metres of elevation, the same as Nathan. But he put that in perspective. If he was to complete the 53 3Ks of Guzzler with that sort of average of the of the elevation, it'd be close to like 2,300 and something metres of elevation for the same as the Guzzler, which I got 2,190. So it's a pretty tough course for 42Ks. Yeah. And then, um, yeah, and then today I had a bit of sleep in, went to the movie. So today I missed... Mega run. I only got the one night off. So yeah, after movies last night, there's no way I was getting up at four thirty to meet at five. So I did uh just a, a later run at twenty two Ks, um, just up towards Marumba Downs your way and then up to that Helpine Lakes around the train station and back. So yeah, I didn't start till buddy quarter past nine. So So what was your up. total for the week? Um yeah, almost 88 Ks. It was 87.95, so 88 Ks. Yeah. You win this week. Yeah, I think the couple of half marathons were pretty easy too. We're talking, Nathan and me were talking about his pacing if he gets that Noosa job. 5.15 is doable for any of us, I reckon, eh? Quite comfortably. Oh, for sure, yeah. But um, he was going to sort of think in 5.05. What was that pace, Nate? An hour 35, was it, or something? No, nah, hour 45. Hour 45, was it? And then, yeah, you just think if you're trying to encourage people and you're struggling yourself, it doesn't oh, no. work out. Yeah, five minutes a K would bring you in at one. Well, five minutes K would bring you at 145. Yeah. So, yeah, 515 is a lot better for that sort of pacing duty. Just if I'm pacing and I want to be safe, if I have to stop pit stop. Um, you're right, Wooly. Sorry, I just sneezed. <laughs> Brain. Brain came out. Dusty in that room, mate. Nate, five oh. minutes 15 will give you an hour 50. Yeah, that's where he's at. So we had a bit of a chat oh, yeah. about that. And I reckon Nate would be able to do that pretty comfortably. Yeah, that yeah. was my week. Pretty good. Righto, Wax. Never hear from you. Bill Sam, what's other... happened this week? I was on the other week, though, wasn't I? Not last week. We No, last week, wasn't it? That's two no, weeks in a row. I don't well... think so. Oh, well, I'm wrong. That was last year. That was last year, mate. <laughs> <laughs> Bloody wax is a parkrun specials, eh? He's honing in on a, a sub yeah. twenty soon, eh? Yeah, I'll get down there and do it, mate. You're not far off. Because April thirtieth was Sunday, wasn't it? Yeah. Because yeah. I had a few days off. Because I did the thirty k with Adrian, 
Um, on the Sunday. Is that your longest run ever? Yeah, my longest run was 24K, but I was happy with 25, but we just, he said he'll help get me home on the 30, and um, we just we just pushed out the 30K. Yeah. It was tough, though. I struggled at the, at the 25, going back up by the Belvedere, the, that hill, and then it was, we turned around at the Redcliffe uh, Park run start. But we met at Pelican Park and went out to the Jetty of Sandgate, then back to Redcliffe Start Park run, and then back to the Pelican Park it was 30, just just past it was 30K. Last, last few Ks look a bit tough, mate. Yes, I walked twice. Yeah, yeah you twice. suffered a bit those last three or four K, wasn't it? Yeah, I was suffering, man, because I had to go back up the hill. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. you're going a pretty good pace. That's probably... Yeah, the whole way I felt good. Like twenty five k, I I got twenty five k pretty, you know. Like it was around that going back up that hill that got me going back up that dolphins hill. You know the one on the jetty jetty woolly. Yeah, yeah. But that man, we got it done, eh? and so that was um that was Sunday, and then this May the second Wednesday. That's is that Tuesday. I yeah. just did, I did eight k's. Just around my area, and then uh, I would have had a few days off then. Well, no, I did a I did a Thai boxing on that cardio and core session at home, about just over an hour. But I don't record those anymore. That was on just, Wednesday, wasn't it? Because I was texting you saying come to the. Yeah, gym. that's right. Yeah. Yeah. So I, I do three three minute three thirty rounds of um skipping, and I jump on the bag, do kicks and um boxing on that. And I do uh, that. Um, I've got a total gym where I do the strength with the calves. I do all sorts because I follow this lady on um, Instagram and she's really good at uh, going through. I think I sh- shared that with you, Spartan. Yeah, man. Lady there. And uh, man, I get a lot of tips off her. She's real got a course. I think I showed you too, Wooly, one of her sessions. A lot of core strength. Oh, she's just ripped, day. Eh? So anyway, that was that day. And then I went down the park run on uh, Saturday and was fighting it out for, well, the third place he was ahead of me all the way. I think he had an eight-second lead on me at the turnaround, and I ended up getting it down to one-second at the finish, but I made him work to get that last. He heard me Wax coming. Waxed on his first podium by one second. Yeah, I know. Is that Redcliffe? Yeah, yeah Redcliffe. Yeah, what time? Was, wasn't real, real fast, but it was still fast enough to keep in that. You know, no one passed me. It was 20 23. Yeah, nice, so close to 20 minutes. Oh, yeah. man, I went down there and didn't, I didn't end up. Um, you know, I got 2014 and I just felt good that uh, three weeks ago, but I have yeah. been in a I haven't been over 2050, I think, for the last five weeks now. Yeah, it's always been in the I average about 20, 30, 20, 35 for the last yeah. five weeks. So I haven't broken out of that 21 yet, which I'm going to – I love going down anyway, and I think it will just pop up, man, that 20. Let's go I think for it. Five weeks' time is the speed week at um, Sandgate. Sandgate, yeah. Get down there for that because they reckon that's the best time to run a PB because you just get into a group and just – Oh, yeah. They'd be you just don't even have there. to look at your watch. You know, you just sit in and just run with them. Yeah, yeah, true. 
Yeah, so that was that Saturday, and I just did a 3K cool down after that. And then uh, today I met um, Daniel O'Hara, and I met um, Clark, um, Chris Reed. I met them at 5 o'clock and did uh, 15K with them. And then I uh, met the Mega Run team and did another 10. So when we're waiting for the team, Spartan, we just, it was about a 10-minute. But, you know, they do a warm-up and all that. I don't put yeah. that on the, phone, on the watch. Um, so it was still all right. And I seen you down there, Woolly, on the way back. So I jumped on when you stopped for, for about 5K, eh? Yeah, you run. As we were coming back towards, like, through Decker Park, Mega Run, literally they did, like, a 3 two, one go about 50 metres, maybe, 60 metres in front of us. So Brad was at the back. I waited for you. Yeah, and Brad jumped in and run with us for down nice. to sort of like the bridge. I didn't know you was running for fifty pace, or so I wouldn't have waited. No, waited yeah, it's a bit too quick, eh? But you guys are kind of... <laughs> <laughs> Who did you run with this morning, Willie? Um, oh, just the normal crew, pretty much. But they all split up because they all had different um, things on their program. So is Pete back? He must be because I seen Jules, oh, but I didn't see Pete. I saw her oh. running right near the end, so they must be back in the country. Ooh. He might have jet lag or something, but um, yeah, there was so there's a big crew of us, but everyone had different shit that they were doing. So it sort of we started there would have been at least ten or twelve of us, and then it just broke up straight away. Because I only saw Probably, four use on the way back. I think we got over the bridge together, and then that though it just broke up from there. Some went further, and some turned around. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, some of them started doing like marathon pace after you know 10k and and everyone was running at different speeds so they just broke up real quick we just kept going at five minute k's yeah hey that fellow um adrian seville that wax run with last sunday did that 30k with he pb'd at the brisbane um racing you know yeah. what's that the bbrc Brisbane Road Runners. Road Runners. Yeah, that's yep. it, man. He, he did the half marathon today. He did a four-minute PB with a time of his half marathon time was one hour twenty thirty-six. Good run. His average pace of three forty-nine. Four-minute PB. That's huge, eh? Yeah, he's cool, man. Always. He's roughly he's roughly where you are at the park run. I think his North Lakes Park Run PB is seventeen oh two. Woolly. Yeah, so he's been running around. really well. I know, I know you guys do run together. I've seen you in pictures like various pictures on the park run um, Facebook page where, where you have run together, you're very close to each other. Yeah. I think he's be, he's definitely been in much better shape than me this year. Cause I, a couple of times at park run, I've sort of thought about going with him. I've let him go and he's beat me by a long way, but yeah. yeah he's good doing, on him Cause he's, he's doing, doing really well. First GC marathon this year. He's doing the first marathon ever this year. So he's not sure how to go out about it. Um, but yeah, I think he's just, doing doing these events to sort of prep himself but that's a his solid he didn't drop off he actually finished like negative split the last three k's i think he dropped the pace down at 18 k's got down to 346 then the 19 347 then 343 336 312 how's that i mean yeah, it's fine he's done yeah. really well he's so what did he run one hour 20 something yeah one hour 20 38 what's oh, that 36. for the half marathon oh, it's going really good and that, i think that's what's hard isn't it? To, to govern uh what pace to go at for yeah. uh, for a marathon it's your first attempt um yeah. and like when i did 
Logan Marathon, I thought, oh, I might be able to go five minutes a K. And then I said, oh, I'll go for 5.30 a K. But with those alpha flies on, you know, I was doing five minutes a K at the start. So, you know, I felt easy, but I need to slow myself down. And I averaged 5.16 a K. So I, knowing that those shoes do actually take about 15 seconds a K off your time, or they did for me. Yeah. Um, I reckon I would have been doing 5.30 a K if I'd been running in me. Payanos or something. So, yeah. I think if you but things if you go too if you go too hard too early, you cook yourself. You're not gonna be able to even go at like Plan B because you'll be too stuffed for that. So yeah, I'm not. I'm gonna cook, stick to a game plan five five thirty five twenty. Yeah, go start off a bit slower, and if you're feeling better, then with halfway, yeah. then you can ramp it up a bit. And it's that you know they say a marathon doesn't start until the thirty k mark. Did you that's accelerate really when it hits in? Did you start slow and accelerate or did you hold that pace the whole way? No, I actually started faster and slowed. So I actually, yeah, I started, I was about, we were doing about five. You look, I have to look at my times. I'll look at them in a minute. First couple of Ks were five, 509. And I was like, oh, I need to back it off. So yeah. I just let these slowly just, you know, because I, um, I I found that I like really had to slow myself down. But at the end, yeah. oh, I only just managed to hold average 516 a K. So um, that was quite hilly too, wasn't it? For, it was. It was two hundred, about two hundred fifty meters of elevation. I'll look it up. Um, what was that compared to the GC? Really? Was there, there oh, much elevation there? No, no. Gold Coast Marathon's basically flat all the way, except for that one hill, which is in a pretty bad spot. It's about thirty, or thirty-two yeah. k or something, and it's yeah. and it's kind of nice because it breaks up the monotony of just you know tap tap yeah. tap 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 and. But that yeah. Logan Marathon, like, we run a few laps with Nathan on that, and that had like quite a few. Yeah, you and Fraser did a half marathon that day. Yeah, it was bloody. Um... I've got the pace in here. There we go. Yeah. 459, 509, 514, 11519 it took me a while to get my then i did a 512 515 509 504 506 504 516 511 519 then it crept up a bit and i pulled it back down um so it was a little bit all over the place then i did a, a 25k i did 455 i don't know what happened there and then i sort of slotted in between 507 and 5:30. Yeah. Um, so, you obviously found it more comfortable at that pace at that stage too. Yeah, I think just um you know that 515 is sort of what 516 is what the average was. So going a few seconds up, a few seconds down. Um but when you look at someone like if you look at Steve's Gold Coast Marathon, you look at Ticks, Tick is really good at just getting in and just doing it. Like he's like back, back, you know, be five. 530 Bang, 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 bang. I think there's something to practice in running like that, you know, like just uh, maybe you got to think, count on your strides or there must be a way of getting better at it. 
Just years and years just of doing used, it. Just get used to it. Yeah. Used to do it yeah. on the track. Musician, mate, he's so good, man. Natural. Yeah. Razor. Yo. What Brace. have you been up to? Running. Bit of like doubts on your mar- on your half pace for the for the actual race. Outs, doubts. You d- yeah, you bit. Ca- mate, oh, I'm yeah. saying just go for it. Yeah, just... I'm, I'm I'm just not in training. I'm not hitting. I can hit the pace, but then I go. I ain't gonna keep this up for 21k. Roy will scream at you. That Roy does it to me. Yeah, I. Oh, but really though, because I haven't done a half marathon in a couple of years, it's more of a just uh, and this year's only been a good like base of training starting from the beginning of the year. So it's really yeah. just to see where I am at. That was the aim one sub 130, but I don't know. Fraser was saying last night that his PB is 128, and I think you'd need a fair bit of training to get there, but it's nice to know that you've done that fast, but then I suppose it can be a little bit like, Oh man, why can't I run that fast now? But you got to remember age, um, you know, and everything else life gets in the way of being out the train. I, I might be wrong, but I just reckon that everything that you've done training wise, it's like constantly compounding and you've never really had fresh legs in any of the sessions or you've never done a park run off of really like mm. fresh legs. Like I just think once you're tapered and you, like, you know, you you'll start to feel all that hard work you've done. And I reckon that I reckon the first like five or six K will feel really comfortable at four fifteen, and then it will start to hurt, but that's like, it should, mm. I don't, yeah. if, if I'm like that and not in agony, I think I'm going too easy. Yeah. Yeah. I just, yeah see see how it goes like i don't know how i'm gonna feel because i haven't had an easy week yeah like you know for the last what nine weeks nine weeks that's a lot lot of training man like i just reckon back yourself and like what's you're not gonna fail regardless like if you're a little bit off you're a little bit off but yeah if i can get close to that 130 i'll be happy yeah so yeah. See so how we go. If I get the pacing gig, I'll yeah. try and like just grab your shirt or something. Yeah. I thought you you had it. You haven't got it yet. No, well, no, they haven't announced any of the no, pacing. They haven't released it yet. Shit, we just lost Sparling. It's we raining did. here. Maybe it's bad we're here. Yeah. It's Maybe a bit low, I think. Yeah. I can hear it. Raining here too. It's raining here now. Yeah, but what have you done this uh, week, Fraser? Um, I just I've had the kids this week, so it was always a bit harder. Um, but Monday, because oh, last Sunday I did that thirty k, so Monday I had a rest day. Tuesday I did a uh, speed session, um, six by three minutes. Um, the paces I was holding then was uh, um, for three minutes I was running about yeah eight hundred meters about three minutes about three forty five three fifty pace for those uh, so that was three minutes six by three minutes with ninety seconds recovery 
then the next day I just did an 11 hour run and then I had kids like the kids football training in the evening and I'll, I'll do the strength and conditioning for the kids so I just did some a run with them and some hill reps and stuff sorry I gotta jump in there I can tell you I did exactly the same session when I was training for the Sunshine Coast half in I think 2019 and I was running those same splits three minutes for 800 and I was like you know pretty much all out and I run 127.58 Mm. I was the same. I was thinking, shit, I'm not going to be able to hold this, but just yeah. on the day. Mm. Went yeah, for I it. Mean, the day and people around you and the atmosphere and that would be different. But yeah, anyway, on the, and then Thursday, I had a 3K warm up and I ran, ran to Lemke Park and then I did a 20 minutes fast around Lemke Park. So 20 minutes, I covered just over 4.6K. So I was running about 4 minutes 20 a K pace. I felt all right. I mean, I was turtling at the end, but I was... Uh... <laughs> it was all right. and then... I was turtling. Turtling. <laughs> and then uh, what did we do? So that was the Friday. Then I had a Thursday. Then I had rest Friday. I had a game of football Friday night. And then Saturday went to, uh, no, actually, what did we do? Yeah, Thursday evening, I took Samuel for some training down at Lemke Park. We did, he did four by 500 metres and did those in like four minute K pace, which was good. Cool. And then yesterday, like, saw you there, Steve, did the Queensland running cross, cross country. country at Taralba Park. <laughs> yeah, so I did, we did the 500s. The fifteen hundred, the three thousand, and then I did that two thousand. How much does it cost out there? It's nothing, mate. Like five. If you just register for the day. It's ten ten dollars just for, for every day. Day. Yeah, and you just do as many races as you want. Yeah, that's cool. Did you run with him on those uh, all those runs? Who uh, Samuel? Samuel, yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, he sprinted ahead of me in the five hundred meters. Um. On the on the three k, he dropped out after one lap. He felt tired. He had a stitch or something. So, um, but no, he was going all right. He was spiked up in the first race, wasn't he? But then the second one, yeah. he was just wearing normal shoes. Boys, like yeah, next percents. And right. then this morning, uh, well, lunchtime, I did um five k easy on the treadmill, and then ten k threshold, and then five k easy. So I was running about 4.45 a K pace for 10K. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, 5K is at the end. So 4.45. So, what was your, like, weekly total there? I was only 62 this week. Um, bit down. Bit down, but, you know, it's it's hard when you've got the kids and stuff to try and get that Ks up. Next week, I'll have a, probably another good... I'm just trying to work out who the top dog is, but it's by far Steve Sparling so far. Yeah, it's not me. <laughs> I've been, I mean, I've been pretty consistent over the last. Yeah, your Strava graphs just like nine weeks. like a big straight line. Yeah. It's good. Big straight line, yeah. yeah. I had a short week last week, but that's the only drop in mine. Uh, 62K. Yeah. Oh, yeah, still good. Still good. Still enough. It's enough, I think. Yeah. yeah. 
Me you, Steve. You can, you can run an ultra of 50k a week, believe me, boys. <laughs> don't need to overtrain, all right? Less is more. Are you listening, Wax? <laughs> Less I don't is know more. about me, man. I was. That's an I probably one. when I play when I play a game of football and that I probably run about six seven k when I'm playing that. Yeah. Yeah. So. Be interesting. You need to record one. Can you put like a wristband over your watch? Like, yeah, you know, I've, like I've sort of tried that. Some some refs they notice it. Oh, do they? they? Go, what you got underneath there? And they go, I got my watch on. They go, take that off. Um, yeah. And then, um, but yeah, I reckon depends who I have as a ref. It'd be cool I, to I see might, though. I, I might try it. Yeah, I could even just turn the watch the the other way round. Yeah, put my wristbands over Went that and over it. And then yeah, what people, about, what about a practice game? Just to see how many k's you do run. Yeah, what about a practice mm-hmm. game like you know, like a friendly or something, a club, a club yeah, friendly yeah. or something? Would that, yeah. They still tell you to take it off then? Nah, that's okay. Oh, that's okay. We'll game. try that. Yeah, should do. we haven't got any more friendlies though? Yeah. We're four games into the season, but we we are, yeah. I think, joint top of the table in that now. I think. Oh shit! Because you're yeah. always moving in soccer, eh? Especially in the grades, oh, you're yeah. just right. constant. Yeah. yeah, I'm always running up and down the right wing. Being a right back, and in boots as well, which don't really have like cushioning of a shoe, running shoe, you know. So yeah, the ground's always hard over here. It's not like you really ever play on soft grass. It's always like rock hard. Yeah. 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 What about your week, Steve? Yeah, I whizzed through my week. Done some had a pretty good, good sessions. Good week of training. Um, yeah, Monday I did six k in the afternoon and then I went and um, took the tie boxing at Redcliffe. He's got some good, um, got some good guys starting to train. Now I put a little video up on my Strava of um, some of the guys in the background. Um, yep. And then Tuesday was six by one K. I did that at Sandgate looking, uh, wanted somewhere to do it fast, you know, late afternoon, just feeling not very motivated, but uh, I, I think it was from 3.20 to 3.30 pace on the program. And I, first one was 3.30. Second one was 3.24 and 3.23, 3.26, 3.26, 3.27. So I was yeah. pretty good. And I was battling a bit, eh? Like, I actually found it hard weaving in around people. There were so many people on that path down there. Run some of that on the road just to get away from everyone. You know, you run and feel like you're sprinting and then you zigzag and it's bloody makes it harder. And then um, Wednesday, I run an hour easy on the grass around March and park. I was yep. listening to um, on the way to work. I was listening to local legends running podcasts and they had um, Avi or Avi. Yeah. I found yeah. out on the podcast. I've been calling him Avi for years, but his, yeah, his name's too. really pronounced Avi. <laughs> But he said everyone calls him Harvey. He doesn't care. But he does a lot of running around Marching Park. And yeah. I thought, oh, man, that's a good idea. So Heavy. I went for a run there in the afternoon after work. Um, did an hour. And, man, I was I was so tired from Tuesday. Like, my legs were just really, really sore. Plus, I wore my bloody Invincibles. And pr- I find them really heavy and hard to run in. But they're just nice and soft. Mm. Um. And then I was supposed to do a session on Thursday, but I spoke to Paul and said, look, man, I'm knackered after the day of work I'd had. I said, do you care if I switch Friday's easy run to Thursday? And he said, yeah, as long as you do the 
session early morning on Friday to give you the time to recover for Sunday. So I did the Thursday, I did 45 minutes easy. And then Friday I got up early, went to um, Sandgate and I did four by 2K. And man, I hit these, like, hit these paces spot on. I felt, actually felt really good. Oh, it was hard, like it was bloody hard, but I felt strong, if that makes sense. Like I was still breathing a bit, but my um, my paces was uh, 343, 348. 337, 341, 339, 344, 339, and 339. Awesome. And, um, yeah, I should say on um, Tuesday's 1Ks, like Strava ripped me off a few seconds on some of them because I'm sure one of them was 317, but r- regardless. Um, yeah, so that was Friday early morning. Then Saturday I went to um, cross country, saw Fraser and his boys there. Um my boys run a bit as well. They did a couple of the shorter distance ones. I just, I just did 30 minutes easy, which is another good one on the grass. I think I wore me invincibles again there. Big um, clunkers oh, in this your, morning. Um, sorry? Trails, didn't you? Oh, yeah. I mean, no, sorry. I had my peg trails on. Yeah. 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 yeah you had the same, didn't you? But just yeah, the yeah. newer model. I've got, I've got the brown pooey color. Yeah. Yeah. The DFR, mine were the DFO <laughs> Pegasus specials. It's the exact color too, blood brown poo. <laughs> yeah, mine are like it's, blue, it's nice like running black. around there though, because it's real soft grass, eh? And there's a few good little hills and stuff, so it's good. I mean, just good training, yeah, it's good. And and yeah, soft underfoot, the grass is a bit long in parts, but yeah. I mean, you're sort of all over all the place, aren't you, when you're running? Yeah, like you get what cross country, what it's like running on grass and that. Compared to yeah. running on the road, it's all a few potholes and that. If you're not got your eyes yeah. really switched on, you could trip over. Hey, Steve, before you get to today's run, yeah. So you've done some pretty hard efforts on the 1Ks and the 2Ks, and you had a late afternoon after work and a morning before work. Which which one did you prefer? Oh, like I never really want to run fast early in the morning because it's just my body always feels so stiff and sore. But it was actually nice mentally to know that on Friday I could go to work and I didn't have to think Done. that about doing, you know, like something really hard when I got yeah. home, Yeah, I got home from work and I was just like, Oh, I can just relax. But yeah, I guess that's, um, you just the discipline to get up early and get it done, I guess, but I definitely, um, enjoyed it. It was good. And there's no wind down there. It's, it was really good. And when you're running around Marching Park on the grass, that's probably a good decision because, like, all the corners would have had Arvey's shoes, <laughs> like all the rubber and Chris Woolahan's rubber on built up yeah. around the corners, like the yeah, F1 they basically they basically worn a path around that place <laughs> from the amount of laps they do there. Yeah. So. Yeah, but that's got a concrete path all the way around it. But I actually run, just run on the grass next to it. Oh wow! I just thought, you know, why run on the concrete when there's just acres and acres of grass here? Did you go along the um, park run there too, did you? Is that Chamside Park run, is it? Yeah, I did a little bit of that too. Like yeah. on the first lap, I went along there and then over the bridge and around the back. But then the second lap, I was like, I was so tired. I was thinking, man, I'm not doing a second over an hour. Yeah. Like, I'm not going to make it so I'm back with an extra five minutes. So I cut one big section of it out. Yeah. But um, yeah, it's pretty, It's that's a good spot to run that. Nice. Yeah. um hilly grass you, you know good good area 
With your afternoon runs, are you just like where you drop your tools, you're running or you're driving somewhere or is it wherever you're working, you just go on to somewhere close? Yeah. Oh, so like I usually will run at home, but I find that the drive home in the traffic just kills me. Eh? Like the, by the time I get home, my motivation to do anything is just, yeah, it's just gone. So like I find it better if I can take my stuff with me and just get the run done. And then like, so I think, I was working at Barden, so on the way in, I was listening to um, Arvi on that local legends um, running podcast. They gave us a shout out too, so fucking good on you, Ollie. Nice. Thanks, mate. Um, yeah, and then I was like, oh, Marching Park, that's a good spot to run. And then, yeah, good, cool. good. Um, I might do that a bit more often. Really enjoyed it. Um, yeah, then today I did a thirty k with all the boys, but like I said earlier, they were. We weren't really together for much of it because everyone was doing their own different things. I think Kim's, what, three weeks out from Noosa Marathon. So that was his last long, hard session. Um, Michael Holmes did a, I think, what was he saying? He did 10, 10 hard, 10 easy, 5 hard, 5 easy, 2 hard, yeah, 2 easy, something like that. And yeah. um, I think he ran about 35K all up. Big, big effort. He said he changed his shoes in the last 10K and got blisters from his alpha flies. What's with that? Oh, shit, did he? I didn't know. Yeah. Yeah. So he must have been running in tempos and then changed the alphas, and then he got blisters in them. He goes, not sure about shoe choice for, for his events now. So it's weird. Shit, that'd be a worry, eh? Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so then so I did 30K, and then it said the last 15 minutes – Um like between four minutes and four ten a K and I was running with Richard. I was like, we run a bit further extra because I didn't look at my watch and I'd gone five minutes over. You said at two hours, like do the last 15, an extra 15 at that pace, but it was two Oh five before I turned around. And then on the way back, um, that Richard, Richard and Daniel O'Hara come with us for the, for that, that effort. And, um, Daniel dropped off about, 2k or 3k into it but he had he didn't he didn't have any intention to run in hard so he had like a big old pair of brooks just runners on whereas we both had uh, me and richard had alpha flies on yeah and uh, he was like oh if i'd have known we were going to do this i'd have put some papers on or something i was like yeah you're wearing them old clunkers but he hung on for for like two or 3k but we ended up doing 4k and uh, yeah, so it's supposed to be four minutes to four ten pace, but we were three fifty three, four minutes three fifty six, and then four minutes. So we did a bit extra just to make it up to four k because we were like, I think four hundred meters short of being four k. Yeah, and then it was a little bit of a jog to the car, and we were done thirty k. Bloody happy with that. I think it was eighty three k all up. Yeah, and then I got my email this week with the plan and it said um like you know good work on what you, the sessions you've done but we're going to step it up again this week so yeah it's like similar sessions but just a bit more each time and, he, and then he said next week you got a sort of like a recovery week so yeah looking forward to that you got eight weeks is it so gold coast yeah yeah eight weeks yeah started your training in though yeah, I'm doing my Ben Parks plan, but uh, I've got to sort of get back into it this week. 
Right. I'd just jump in at eight weeks out, do what you can yeah. do. That's what I'm going to do. See, if you got sore legs and that, obviously. Yeah, well, I rested today, so I'm hoping I might be all right to see what it is tomorrow. Yeah. Yeah, but down at Sandgate this morning, we must have seen, oh, I don't know, 500 runners all up. Good. It was was busy today. People everywhere running. like That was crazy. Well, the Moreton Bay Roadrunners had some, they had like a 25K Club championships, champs yeah. on. So they were all out, and they had drinks on the course and everything. So there was all them, and then there was, I was just the mega run guys. Then there was other groups of runners. Like there's a few like teams that run down there. It's like the running mecca of Brisbane. Well, where does that mega Sunday. run start from then? Decker yeah. Park. Decker Park. Because when I was running out there last for, uh, last Sunday. What time do they start then? Because I started at six six thirty. It's yeah, changed okay, to six thirty yeah. now because of winter coming. Yeah. I must have seen them out there last winter. Yeah. Yeah, man. I'm all for everyone just getting active and doing something. So I think it's just a bloody good thing that mega run, getting more people interested in running and like the, the uh, more... Sandgate's a great place to run though, isn't it? At like five five thirty in the morning. Yeah. Like the sun rising, the water there and everything. Yeah, dead quiet, dead. There was no wind. It was just yeah. awesome. You got to hit it, Wax. Yeah, I'm going to head off. We're going to have an early dinner tonight. Good stuff. Which is good for my diet so I can get it digested. <laughs> <laughs> That's a what? new secret. Wash yeah, it in get it out. Yeah. Try and Wash eat it. it quick before it gets too late after seven. Actually, yeah. old Badger, Liam Badger told me that, Willie, years ago. Yeah, never eat late. Yeah. All right, lads. All right. Cheers, Cheers mate. mate. Cheers, Bradley. mate. Cheers. Good um, running, mate. Cheers. See you later. Yeah. Um. Yeah, it's just such a um. Like a good spot when we um we started the uh, when we were running with the mega run guys. There was like probably oh, there's like. There would have been say ten of us, and I was like trying to do the sums in my head of how much the shoes would have been worth between <laughs> our group. It was like in the thousands, eh? Like, you know, assuming you're paying full price for them, you know, like three hundred bucks or whatever. But the yeah, there's there was a few thousand bucks in shoes just in our big group running down to the bridge, and there must have been something on down there because there was people that the bridge at um, the jetty at Mora Park was hundreds of people on it, people fishing. There must be fish on Where at the moment at or something. Sandgate. Um, is it Shawncliffe? Shawncliffe. Yeah. Yeah. There was a wedding, so there's people right at the other end taking mm. photos and that. But then on the actual spot, bridge, yeah. on, the, on the jetty, there would have been oh, just, yeah, like just people fishing every 10 metres. Like there must be like loads of fish around or something at the moment. Yeah. Anyone who's a fisherman who could let us know. Full moon, that's why. Uh, is the, is if the, the fish bite more? Yeah, I think so. It's always busy down there fishing, isn't it? Yeah. Mm. yeah I seen a video on um, Facebook. Someone caught a massive um, bull shark down there, like Jesus. a three-meter bull shark off that jetty. I think my neighbor's just been out fishing in their boat. Also, they just got back, so they might have been busy weekend mm. because of the um, because of the full moon. Yeah. 
Hey, that fella I sent you that photo of you and at the start of park run, you heading out, you were, I think you might have been first place out of the blocks with your Yeah, with that your was legs. me. And what's his name? Chris Reed. We call him Chris. Clark because the Christopher Reed's like Superman, the original Superman. Yeah. Oh, so we call him Clark and then Clark Kent. <laughs> I thought it might have been the like the curly hair, like, you know, uh, yeah, yeah. used to have that. No, I, I just nickname him Clark because he's like Superman, really. Yeah. Before his, um, you know, his anniversary Parker and he wore like a Superman outfit as well, just to go with the name. So yeah. he had a good run on, um, yeah, he, he PB'd man, 1843. And that's his first pair of super shoes. His PB before that was back on the 25th of the second in February. And that's wearing a pair of Clifton eights. He did it in 1857. So he hasn't had a pair of super shoes and then up until this point, I think he got the Mark fives, the Hocko Mark, Hocko only Mark five. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. Because they, he has to buy a shoe in a double wide because he's got massive flippers, man. Well, they're really wide, um, short feet. So you can't get any sort of standard shoes that fit him. So you can't wear Nikes. They don't make a wide fit. Um, some of them only come out in a single wide. He needs the double width, whatever. So he's stuck with Hoka and he, he ordered them online, hoping they'd fit. And he only got them on Friday, I think. And he smashed out a PB today. So he knocked, what's that? Uh, 15, 14 seconds off his PB with a pair of super shoes. Pretty cool. Oh, mate, that deserves local legend of the week. Yeah. yeah. Well done, Chris. Yeah. And I'd like to try a pair of them, Hockers, because I love all the other Hocker um, shoes. Yeah, uh, he said they're bit... their super shoes would be just as good. He said they're a bit stiff, but I think if you're wearing Clifton Eights and um, I, I think what's the other one, a Harry's, is it? Oh yeah, I don't Harry's know or something. It, they're like yeah. really soft and plush. So I guess going into the super shoe, he's got the carbon plate that makes them a bit sort of stiffer. But what a great run, man! Him and Daniel O'Hara are killing it, eh? Yeah, they're, swap, they're swapping placings at Park Run and PBs week to week. I think Daniel got a PB last week. Oh, Brad goes to me, oh, mate, you got to watch out. Daniel's coming for you. <laughs> I said, yeah, I know. Well, you were running with him for a bit, weren't you? Yeah, I, oh, man, I really did try to help him. Like when I was catching him, this is last week, I was yelling from, I knew it was going to be a quick time because yeah, we were when we went through the first lap, I think we were 6, 11, and then we were like 12, 06 the next lap. And I was like, man, we're on for a good time here. And yeah. I knew he, I did. Oh, I was pretty sure he hadn't run that quick before. Yeah. And he was still at that time about 60 meters in front of me, but I was catching him sort of thing. And, um, when I got within about like 40 meters away, I was just screaming out, don't slow down. We're on track here for a really quick time. And then I caught him right, right around the back on the last lap. And I was saying, come on, man, jump in, jump in. But. I yeah. think I sort of approached him with so much momentum that it was just too much for him to sort of jump on the back. Yeah. But he wasn't too far behind me at the end. He was probably. He didn't slack off. I think he's still negative yeah. split those last couple of Ks. But um, he used to have a saying <clears throat> amongst the group that we all sort of have a bit of a chat. It was lap, lap two stick with new. And that's when she's running like sub 19. So I wonder what it is now. I don't I know. No mate, I'll tell you one thing as well is me and him got out of our cars at about yeah, no warm up 58 <laughs> before it like literally that's why I started so slow cuz I just couldn't run any quicker yeah and he, so if he got there a bit earlier and did a warm up it man he's probably a, another 10 15 seconds there flying yeah it's huge going back he he PB'd his 10k to the other week at the run army as well so 
Huge effort, eh? He's um in a few Empire. weeks' time. I think it's the same weekend as Fraser's doing the new so he's doing that Warwick Pentatheron. I think they do a half marathon straight up on the first day on Saturday, and it's a really flat course. He's hoping to PB his um half marathon distance that day. I think they do a five K road run, five five and a bit K trail, I think, after that. And then the next day they do a ten K hill climb and a, a one and a half K street sprint. So oh, that I reckon fun. Yeah, five five events to make the the weekend of forty two point two Ks. So sick. Yeah, he's gonna do that. I, I mentioned to the boys on the weekend. I said oh, I'm gonna put Daniel down odds on the the one and a half k street sprint after all that. Yeah, Definitely, but especially yeah. if he's got his vapors on. Shit, we go go back last year at the at the what do you call it the um what was that Anzac Day relay? And he pumped out a four. What is it? Uh, 3071k so he should be able to do it in four and a half minutes or something yeah is he doing a gold coast marathon yeah he's doing a marathon i think he's doing um the brisbane marathon on the 4th of april uh may june so june 4th of june june that's a hilly one yeah he's doing a half so he doesn't think he'll um but that's backing up after the week before at the pentathlon so he's hoping to set the pb there and he's just doing that as a training run i think he said or a backup plan if he doesn't PB, he'll just be sending it again the following week. Yep. Yep. Did you guys um see that? Uh, well, he runs at Warner Park Run all the time. He's got the course record there. That Max Newman, he won like a major um, triathlon in Ibiza yesterday. Oh, wow. I was really? watching a live stream. Yeah. Like, man, he was running three minute Ks in the 10K after the swim and the bike. Like, absolutely hooking it's his first major win apparently and wow. um yeah god man like what an athlete can he, what's he can, run five um, what's he run five in that's i don't know but he's got the course record at warner like apparently yeah. he goes down there and comfortably runs 15 something yeah like most weekends in like trackies and <laughs> like he's <laughs> he's just a weapon but like you know it's just so good to see a local brisbane guy take out an event like that yeah i was like saying to the boys like because peter lewis and that know him quite well because of the park run and you know they're the pete's the race director there and i was saying to him like the ibiza club season like literally starts it's the all the opening parties now yeah i said you'd be out on the piss after that <laughs> after a victory like that you would want a heap of money Unless he's got to fly off to another event or something, you'd definitely be going out somewhere and celebrating after that win. Yeah, that was the first like, triathlon series, wasn't it, for the professional out there? I, I don't really know too much about yeah. triathlon, but I know it's his first major win, and I think those the prize money at them events is pretty pretty good. Yeah, that, that Lucy Charles Barclay who I followed, she finished third in the women's. English yeah, she, they interviewed her heaps like during the yeah. stream. She's recovering from injury or something. She well, has she, done they. She oh yeah, she had a like a hip like injury last yeah. year. So yeah, she'll finish third at the uh, Kona. Wow, oh, that's good. Hey, we've had him on before. Noel McBurney he did his um Port Macquarie seventy point three today. Yeah, that was on the day. Yeah, bloke, I yeah. worked. Did it as well. Yeah, yeah he How smashed it out. Yeah, he went all right actually. I think it's a 
Uh, I think it's a half distance, so like 3,800 yes. for the yeah, four line there. Seven yeah. point, seven oh. point three. So he did 41 minutes for the swim at two minutes four per hundred. Um, he backed it up 856 meters of elevation over 90k knife for the ride, uh, and he still managed just shy of 32 kilometers an hour average. That's good. <laughs> and then, um, he finished the run, so it's a half marathon at 519 average. Nice, was that just 155 or something? Yeah, it was long, it's 21.74, but I guess for 21.1 would have been. Maybe two minutes less. So, yeah, 154, maybe, I reckon. Pretty good going, eh? Well done, Noel. Well done. You know, good, good run. Good effort. Yeah. That's a pretty pretty good finish to that, really, if the, his legs would have been pretty shit after that ride, I reckon. Yeah. Oh, like, even watching that live stream yesterday, every guy that – because that Alistair Brownlee was miles in front, mm. and um, even his legs, man, when he jumped off the bike, just looked like he was, you know – a lot of pain. Yeah. Yeah, the Brownleys are like world champions, aren't they, the brothers? Yeah, yeah. And but British. I went off the stream and um when I come back on that, Max was leading. I was like, oh shit. He was in third when I whilst I was watching, and then yeah, so something happened in the, the 10 minutes that I missed. Mm. He just smashed everyone. So all our events are sort of coming in close now. I got the GC thirty in two weeks' time, two Sundays. Sorry, um, I've got to. Um, we've got to mention the Sydney ten results. Oh yeah, yeah. Because um, Kieran Perkins was down there. I um took Kieran Perkins out for any of the listeners who don't know at a park run just recently. <laughs> <laughs> just he's on probably, the um, he's probably walking, but anyway, yeah. But yeah, first place was Ed Goddard in 29.23. Second place, Kieran Perkins, 29.52. And one of my favourite runners, actually, Ben St. Lawrence, was third in 29.56. Really respect Ben St. Lawrence because he's a guy that was an, an Olympian and he hasn't retired, like he's just kept going. So like, even though he's probably not making the, the team anymore, he's still running at the best level that he can. Like he's still competitive locally and wins big events and that, but he's just not kind of at that um, Olympic rep team level anymore. I don't think. But yeah. I really like that, that he just hasn't just gone, Oh, I'm not the best anymore. I quit. He still gets out there and has a crack. He's a bit mm-hmm. older. Um, Barling, what uh, pace you going to, what are you trying to aim for at 30 K? I'm hoping for about 440. So anything around that would be pretty happy. And what's the course like? Is it taking some of the um it's two GC yeah, It's two no, it's down the other end. It's down the southport end of the Gold Coast or up the north southport end of the Gold Coast. And I think G C fifty starts down the other end, I think. Does it, do it two, runs over the park run course a bit, eh? Yeah, it's like two fifteen K loops around that Southport spit area. And I think it incorporates pretty much the majority of that park run. I think, I think it's about it, hey? 2.8 or so k's of trail, so in and out of the dunes. Yeah. It's not it's not dunes as in sand. It's sort of like more compressed gravel and stuff like that. So talked to a few people that have done it last year, and they reckon, that, yeah, it's just compressed gravel more so than, than sand. But there is sandy areas, but if you stick on the main gravelly areas, I guess you're, you're more gravel. 
Um, so yeah, for the other 12 K of that, you do a loop along pathways, roads and all that sort of stuff. So it's a bit of diverse sort of, um, sort of ground, I guess the grounds changes, I guess, during that course and you do two laps. I tried um, to do a park run there with the pram once we were <laughs> staying down at SeaWorld and oh, you did, didn't you? Yeah. in the pram and the, when I went over that like gravelly bit, it's like gravel and sand kind of combination, but the sand and gravel was kicking off off the front wheel. Yeah. And they were like, just going, ah. so I had to abort park run about halfway in. Yeah. I'd make my way through the bloody bush back out to the main road and yeah, torture, run back on the footpath. But you got a bit of an idea. That's what it is. It's just gravel and sand. I think they just put gravel down over the sandy pathways over the years and it's sort of compacted down, but it's mostly gravel, I think. Yeah, it'd be a mm. nice run, that. Be a good, good course to do. I think so. It was sort of the next step up from a half marathon before the, the marathon size, I guess. So, see how yeah, we go. Loads of the guys are using that as training for Goldie. Yeah. I think yeah. Eddie. Uh, Glenn's bloody still injured, poor bugger. Michael he's been Holmes. running a bit, but he's still got a sore foot. But I spoke to Michael a few years, that. a few weeks ago. He's doing it. Eddie Kidney, um, yeah, that Chris Reed that I was talking about just before. He's doing it. Sam Haim, Haim, uh, Karen Miller. I'm not sure. Yeah. There's a few. There's a few local people doing it. So we're all in a carpool down. All the good local runners are doing it, eh? Yeah. yeah. Hey, Nath, we were talking earlier when you weren't here about um, we we're talking about the elevation on your trail marathon. Mm. Talking on the weekend would have been over 2,300 meters if you'd done the guzzler distance. Did you end up yeah. looking up to see if there's anything bigger than that over 42? No, I haven't, but I reckon it's probably got to be one of the hardest marathons yeah. in the world. And it that elevation over that, uh, depends, you got to get the elevation right in it. Like I've got 1909, some people have got. Nine, nearly two thousand meters. Someone got that. Let's say average. Let's call it, you know nineteen fifty over yeah. four two and a half k. It's pretty. Um, yeah, it's pretty torch. We worked. We worked it out. It was about f- probably four hundred and thirty meters per ten k, which is a lot. Mm. So yeah. yeah, yeah, and it's that you get that some of them are so steep on the way down that you can't really run at a good pace. So that you, you're going seven minutes a k on the way down because it's just so steep. Yeah, it's brutal out yeah. there, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, it's pretty yeah. cool. Some of those bits of right on the way down, when you run down Centre Road, you can get four. I'm just getting like four fifty five a k, quite comfortably. So, you know, when you come, if you, you when we did that run out at uh, when we did that South Boundary Road return. Um, and that was uh, on those, that South Boundary Road is on the downhills is easy to run. And you can, that's where you pick your pace back up and make your time up. So yeah. that 46K, we did that in a, yeah. under five and a half hours, didn't we? That yeah. time. Yeah. So you can, yeah, depending on where you run out there. But um, I am in the uh, midst, of, midst of putting together a little, uh, little ultra of our own. So we'll give yeah. you some more info about that whoever wants to come and join us free to come along um just uh we'll um have some goodies to give out at the end and that so yeah I'll let you know about that when we finalize something for your run we did this a, winter we used a bit of strava as a tool too because you said what's hellhole like and i said hang on a sec i come across a picture on someone's run 
the other day. Mm-hmm. So I looked it up and sent Nate the pictures of um because last year as a slop hole they put some sort of topsoil over it during all well, that they, rain they, event. They graded it is what they did. Something, yeah. They sent just the all... grader down it and just took the top layer off. And of course all the stones went. And now yeah. it's all washed off and it's left it with that shaley top again to it, which yeah. is great. So um Steve I'll give you if you got the link, you can put that in the description um if uh people want to watch the uh youtube video that i've made of la- the race last oh, week of your one but, yeah yeah you'll yeah, yeah the brisbane trail marathon but it gives a good run of hellhole there's quite an extended version of the second part of hellhole which is the steepest sort of wettest part because even when it's you haven't had that much rain it takes a while to drive you don't get really much sun to it mm. so um that is that is quite steep on the way down um, and it's steep, really st- much steeper on the way out, but it's sh- quite short. The issue is um, the, the guzzler doesn't do black soil. Now, black soil on the way down coming from north to south is not too bad, but when you come out of it, it just goes on forever. And yeah. you think, oh, this is never going to end. And the grass has got quite long up through there as well. I didn't video too much of that really because my gopro was giving me issues um funny enough it was working fine that evening you're <laughs> in the hole of the guzzle last year i reckon mountain ebo climb was the hard bit that was probably like 17 to 26k so it's about 9k of just hills just constant you're up, out on up, the up. yeah you just up on that and, yeah. and you look even when you look at the elevator you think you're going from here to here you're still going you still got hills pinch mm. little pinches and they really hurt your legs there's more ups than one yeah, yeah. And then have to come down and you go up a little bit again and down. That's really what takes the burden yeah. um, on the legs. That's a really good video, that one. I watched it a few times. Did you? Yeah, thanks, yeah. mate. Yeah, cool. Anyone right. um, got any Netflix recommendations? <laughs> I, finished I finished watching that Eden thing. Yeah. Yeah, they, they leave you obviously open for another season. Yeah, see if, wait till they see oh, the numbers, then they'll make yeah, the call. Yeah, see, see that. <laughs> That is. C-spiracy. If anyone if I mentioned that. Oh, I've seen that. Yeah. Yeah. So C S C uh, as in the C the water. Uh C Spiracy. It's uh, pretty good. That is put that you on up. Netflix. Yeah. Oh, yeah, I think so. No cowspiracy is cowspiracy is just as oh, bad. If you go um if you've got a smart TV, go along the bottom. There's a TV, there's a um there's a channel called Tubi, T-U-B-I. And there's a really good doco on uh, marijuana and the legalization of it in America. It's mainly America, but America and the UK. And they talk in depth about how they've the governments have covered up that it's actually um, it's actually less harmful to you, like about sixth on the list, whereas alcohol is number one. But they won't ban alcohol, but they're do everything and they're telling people to they told this guy this research guy they sat basically sacked him because he was saying look there's nothing wrong with marijuana um additional cannabis like you should it should be legalized this um, and they said no you're giving the wrong message sorry it doesn't sit with what um we want um and that is called oh i'll have to look the name up i've forgotten off the top of my head but there's um there is a there's a good one. That's a good one on uh, Tubi. But there's some good little programs in that on there. So, um, and it's free. You just have to sign up to it. But you don't have to give any credit card details or anything. You just make a login. Um, and that's a really good little um, uh, little channel with some good uh, 
good programs on it. So worth looking up. Cool. Cool. Oh, well, let's go and have some dinner. Yeah. Yeah. Have you watched the Doha Diamond League that was on? No. It it'll be recorded on my um, uh, Fox cell, so I can watch it. So I hadn't seen it yet. I've watched the highlights on YouTube. Or you can just flick through the events and stuff. But there was that Jessica Hull and all that run. And that as well. She did the they, she did the 1500. And our brother Spencer organised uh, that, didn't he? Yeah, he With organized, the... So uh, He was out yeah. there for it. But yeah, the, she, uh, Jessica Hull finished fourth in the 1500 in four minutes. And then Abby Caldwell, I think it was a PB for her, 401.15 was fifth. Wow. wow. Yeah. That was good. Any um any Aussie men? Oh well, um in the three thousand meters, uh McSwain and that were running, but they didn't finish. Oh. So Callum Davies and Stuart McSwain, they didn't finish. Callum Davies is a Brisbane guy. Yeah, well he was there, but they didn't finish the race. And Matthew Matthew Ramsden finished twelfth, like last, uh seven forty seven. Unless they were pacemaking or something. No. Here we go. Sorry. Not been the, the same since he had that heart issues. It's called the Culture High on Tubi. The Culture High. The Culture High. It's really good. The Joe Rogan's in it. Uh, Snoop Dogg, obviously. <laughs> um, but no, it's really quite insightful um, about like, it's mainly based on America, but. Um, where we've come to now medicinal cannabis is legal in Australia. Um, it's, um, yeah, it's a, it's a good item to see what else is going on. What gets covered up. Mm. Have to check it out. See, they've banned those vapors and that now. Oh, vaping. Yeah. Yeah. Vaping. You have to get it on prescription. Thank now. God. You have to put it on prescription now. If, um, there's a lot, there's quite a number of doctors that, that prescribe medicinal cannabis also prescribe the vaping products. Um, so I don't know what's happened to a lot of these shops. There's a lot of vaping shops around that do like they sell, you know, a bit like a news agent, but they're not vaping. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, the, um, you know, they do a lot of tickets and all that. So it'd be interesting to see what happens uh, there. There we go on. Mm. Not into vaping. So it doesn't bother me. Yeah. Same. All right, lads. Nice Have a work. Good week. Catch us all next week. Yeah. yeah. Oh, see you soon. Yeah. Which
time out with minds that we shine when they won't shine you can put a time on mind so me these purple elephants a twisted intelligence extension of tolerance dimension of flowers in my mind stop rewind now what the fuck did you find and nothing in here but why subliminal messages can't Close your eyes, leave all your troubles behind, yes it's fine, come kick it with me in my imagination, in my imagination, oh sometimes our minds play these tricks on us, sometimes we find They climb higher and they should climb up our imagination, contemplation, hesitating on exploitation. My mind, we should find in time our minds, they will shine with the longest shine you can. Put the time on minds, don't be these purple elephants, a twisted intelligence, extension on tolerance. Stop rewind. Now what the fuck did you find? Ain't nothing in here but why? Subliminal. I can't breathe. I can't breathe. Close your eyes. Leave all your troubles behind. Yes, it's fine. Come kick it with me and my imagination. Close your eyes, leave all your troubles behind, yes it's fine, come kick it with me in my imagination, I'm contemplating, hesitating, on exploitation, my mind, 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 mind.